Assessing the Sustainability of a WFH World, an IMA India Research Update, November 2020. Hybrid work, remote work, flexi working, work from home, and work from anywhere are just some of the phrases that have become commonplace in the corporate lexicon since COVID-19 struck. Many businesses are yet to rewrite the workplace manual for 2021, but some had countermeasures in place before the pandemic began. In an attempt to gauge the sustainability of the new working models and explore innovative ways to engage a remote workforce, we drew insights from several CXOs from among IMA India's peer group forums. This paper shares some of their learnings and experiences. Sustaining remote working models. In the pre-COVID world, the need to be physically present at one's place of work was the norm and the opportunity to work remotely was viewed as a perk. However, the pandemic has forced businesses to become location agnostic. Today, there is a general consensus that remote working is not only unavoidable, but is in fact quite sustainable. Hybrid working models will become the norm for many positions, even as certain roles, including R&D, lab and factory work, continue to demand a physical presence. According to the Q3 FY21 edition of IMA's Quarterly Business Confidence and Performance Index, or PCPI survey, services companies will have 20 to 25% of their employees working from home even after 12 months, while industrial firms expect to sustain an 8 to 12% WFH share. Ratios at an aggregate level would have been unthinkable a year ago. For example, companies like Amway are adapting to the new normal through a stronger bias towards remote working. Achieve this principle in both letter and spirit, it has optimized and redesigned its office spaces, keeping in mind that it may no longer require 100% seating. Meanwhile, commercial vehicle maker Ashok Leyland plans to retain the WFH model for about 40% of its white-collared workforce once the crisis subsides. Having seen the benefits, employers are amenable to flexi-working as long as deliverables are met. A leading consumer goods company plans to experiment with four-day work weeks and flexible working hours for its white-collar employees. The opportunities for freelance workers and part-time or contract hiring also appear bright. Companies have access to a more diverse talent pool, not just in terms of gender and age, such as hiring skilled retirees, but also international talent, which basically transforms work from home into work from anywhere. The cost impact. As companies deliberate over office lease renewals, reducing office space and hot desking, one can predict potential cost reductions around infrastructure, utilities, transport, etc. The BCPI survey indicates that on average, the occupied office workspace may drop by 10.8% in the coming 12 months, and maintenance costs should also fall proportionately. However, the impact of remote working on compensation structures is ambiguous. Greater access to global talent might cause salaries, or at least salary growth, to soften even when business conditions return to normal. Businesses may also choose to tilt the fixed to variable balance towards greater variability. Traditional pay structures could start to give way to project-based, flexi-pay, or pay-on-demand. Going by recent discussions at IMA CHRO forum sessions, there is a strong view amongst HR leaders that salary hikes in recent years have been unreasonable and COVID may serve to generate a much-needed correction. Emerging compensation model, therefore, is one where competition will be on flexibility and responsiveness to individual circumstances rather than on absolute quantum. Monitoring productivity. COVID-19 has added a unique flavor to performance monitoring, which is increasingly moving from effort-based to output-centric. At the same time, there is a new focus on empathy, with employers discarding the idea of productivity by policing. Even though monthly or quarterly reviews and one-on-ones with direct reportees remain de rigueur, 
Most organizations now believe that as long as they lead with trust and facilitate employees with the right tools for remote working, productivity will remain high. Many report higher rates of productivity since the lockdown began, attributing this to the time and energy saved in the daily commute. ThoughtWorks, a global software consultancy with a need-based sick leave policy, found that people were taking fewer sick leaves since they shifted to remote working. The numbers dropped by half. Bolstering employee engagement. Since the lockdown began, organizations have been regularly conducting remote working pulse checks to track morale and mental well-being. Many businesses have introduced assistance programs, global task forces, and emergency response teams that help employees deal with the pandemic. Engagement programs like town halls, fun at work, annual days, physical or mental wellness sessions, and even reward and recognition programs have taken on a digital avatar. This has bolstered both engagement and participation several fold as many more people join online meetings compared to physical ones. For instance, Amway has conducted over 45 fun at work digital activities since the lockdown began, launched a digital edition of its employee newsletter, and ran several virtual employee town halls. Midland Credit Management, an Encore Capital Group company, which provides debt recovery solutions and related services across a broad range of financial assets, has set up an employee helpline and brought an organizational psychologist on board to help employees manage stress. Online learning has also become an important focus area, often via partnerships with e-learning portals. For instance, Ashok Leyland has utilized several online courses from Udemy, while Amri has conducted over 145 online training sessions since the lockdown. A prominent global software company has proactively addressed and crafted a new policy against domestic violence, providing legal and financial help to those facing a personal crisis. Discovering that many of its employees were overcompensating while working from home, the organization has implemented sensitization sessions for its leaders with the aim of preventing burnouts lower down the line. Under a new leave policy, it offers an additional five days of leave to employees to care for family members in times of illness or hospitalization. A striking feature of this policy is that the term family includes spouses, same-sex partners, children, parents, parents parents-in-law, siblings, grandparents, and even pets, all of which reinforces the company's culture of diversity and inclusiveness. Broader challenges and pitfalls. Response to the new work culture has been encouraging that organizations will need to stay cognizant of a few salient aspects while drafting work policies for the future. The need for physical interaction is ingrained in the human genome. Abolishing office spaces entirely might not be prudent. Further, the fact remains that for many employees, the domestic environment might not be conducive to remote working in the long term. Continuous remote work also blurs work-life boundaries and takes over much-needed downtime. A vibrant office environment will be a refreshing change to regroup, socialize, and limit video call fatigue. For many corporates, data privacy and compliance measures in place before the lockdown may suffice in a world of remote work. However, highly regulated industries or those with stronger data privacy needs will need to take additional measures, and for some, WFH may not be feasible in the longer term. The recent liberalization of regulatory guidelines for the IT, ITES, and BPO industry has brought a much-needed respite for many businesses in these sectors. However, for foreign MNCs that must comply with country or even state-specific data privacy regulations in other jurisdictions, it may not be possible to permanently shift to a work-from-home model. Mostly, though, businesses are developing the belief that with adequate safeguards and proper training and sensitization, their employees will make good on the faith reposed in them.